In a survey by the financial services company NerdWallet, respondents called this one of the most annoying pieces of financial advice. What was it? Welcome to Limitless. Welcome to the Limitless Podcast. My name is Alex. I put this together because I believe you are limitless and I believe the biggest limits you and I face are the ones we create in our own minds. I want to help you break through whatever is holding you back. I want to help you break through your self-imposed limits, do things you never thought possible, take small steps each day. We do it with real application, things you can apply to your life as soon as you're done listening. Today we're talking about finances specifically bad financial advice. There is advice out there in the financial world for everyday people like you and me. It's called called skip the latte, skip the coffee. Essentially, don't go buy a daily Starbucks. Don't even buy it a few times a week. By saving that money, three, four, five dollars a day, you can be saving somewhere between 50 and 100 dollars a month. Alone, that advice, it's not bad advice. Not bad advice at all. However, research by the financial services company NerdWallet did a survey on financial advice and what financial advice people took and found useful. One of the most annoying pieces of financial advice was this latte factor, this coffee advice to stop having the daily coffee. For various reasons, people found that to be very annoying. See, we all have areas we can cut right? We all have areas of finances that we can make adjustments to. I know from personal experience, I was $40,000 in credit card debt. Some of it was frivolous spending. Some of it was bad investments. Some of it was trying to start a business. Some of it was just seeing $20,000 in credit card debt, not knowing how I'd get out of it. And I kept putting things on that credit card. I went through some financial troubles and put things on the credit cards. It was, it was a combination of four credit cards. It got up to $40,000. You see, there's lots of ways to cut back though. And that's how I started to pay off $40,000 in credit card debt. I thought it was impossible. One of the first things I did, not even cut back on spending, was I simply tracked my spending. That was it. I tracked my spending for 30 days to see where I was spending to create awareness. It's really hard to create change in your life, big or small, without first being aware of your actions, your habits, your routines, and where you can make changes. So it could very well be that you can cut back on the lattes or the coffees or some other area of your life, a streaming service. We all have areas we can cut back, right? It's important to be smart with our money, but why is this bad financial advice to cut the coffee and fill in that blank coffee latte with whatever it is for you, whatever it is, spending money that might add up over time. It's small. Maybe it happens a couple times a week. Maybe it's only $2, but it adds up over time. Should you cut that out? Is this good financial advice? Well, This article I read, this research, talked about this survey from NerdWallet, also interviewed some financial experts, and I'm using some air quotes, experts, because no one knows your financial situation. I don't know your financial situation. Nobody is an expert in your finances except you. 
But this is what these experts said. David Bach, who wrote the book, The Automatic Millionaire, who made famous the latte factor. One of the biggest premises in his book for becoming a millionaire was to cut the daily coffee and make it yourself. This alone is not bad financial advice. However, what we're talking about today with our mindset, limitless, limited or limitless, it's our abundance mindset versus scarcity. He made this popular, but is it good advice? Suze Orman, who's also considered a financial expert who's on CNBC for years, had a show. She says, I wouldn't insult myself like that by spending money on coffee. I can make it myself. Okay, again, alone, not terrible advice, but let's think about that statement. Here's a gal who's rich, who doesn't know your situation. I wouldn't insult myself like that because I can make coffee myself. Well, if we took that premise, I can make dinner myself. I should never go out to dinner. I can make breakfast myself. I have scissors upstairs in my bathroom drawer. I could cut my own hair. Where does it end? With our mindset. What I'm talking about today is rewarding yourself. You see, in the same article, Sally Krawcheck, who's CEO of an investment firm, said, we are only on earth for a short amount of time. We need to have fun, and that includes in our financial life. Ramit Sethi, who wrote the book, I Will Teach You to Be Rich, a bestseller, says life isn't simply about cutting back. You should have savings goals, but you should have fun with your extra money. He goes so far as to say you should set aside extra money along with savings to do what you want, to have fun. If that's the latte, if that's the coffee, so be it, or whatever it is for you. Again, fill in the blank. Maybe you don't go to Starbucks, and that's cool. I rarely go to Starbucks, but when I do, I don't beat myself up for it. And here's that mentality. The guilt never serves you. If you're doing something in your financial life where you need to cut back, then let's be smart. Let's be limitless, and let's be disciplined, and let's start making those changes. However, if you're doing something to reward yourself and it makes you feel good, but you're feeling guilty about it, stop the guilt and just feel good about it. Life is short. Listen to these financial experts. We're only on earth a short amount of time. We need to have fun. Life isn't simply about cutting back. One of the greatest things you can do for your financial life is to create an abundance mindset. This doesn't mean frivolous spending, spending all your money. Saving is good. I believe in that. So when I was $40,000 in credit card debt, I had zero savings. It was a ball and chain. I hated it. I feel much better about my life now, my mindset with savings. But I also know I had to develop more of an abundance mindset to pay off that debt. Saving is smart. Managing expenses is smart. But we need to have fun. We need to live. Take the plastic off the couch, my friends. We all knew somebody in our past lives who had that plastic on the couch or it's something they set away that they never used. Life is short, my friends. I'd rather see you adjust your mindset from scarcity to abundance. I'd rather see you make more money along with cutting back, even more than cutting back. When I was in debt, there was no way I was going to pay off $40,000 in credit card debt at the salary I had. There was no way. At my incoming revenue and income, there was no way, there was no light at the end of the tunnel. What had to change was me. And it wasn't just cutting back. 
saving a few dollars a week wasn't going to pay off $40,000 in credit card debt. That number was growing every month, even if I didn't spend on a credit card because of interest. I had to think bigger. Listen, my friends, I want to plant a seed with you today. Number one, to shed the guilt, but number two, to shift some of your mindset to abundance. And your job, yeah, it's got some control of your salary and income, but not complete control. Your salary, your hourly wage may be limited there, but your ability to create abundance in your life, financial and otherwise, is not limited. It is limitless. And I mentioned, I don't go to Starbucks very often, but when I do, I do not feel guilty about it because it's something I want. And I think that is a smart way to live, my friends. To not feel the guilt, to have extra money when you want to do something fun. Spending smartly is smart. We know that. Saving is smart. No debt is smart. Paying off debt is smart. But creating more income is smart. Having an abundance mentality is smart. Having money set aside that you can spend on a coffee or a haircut or a perm, whatever it is for you. That trip makes life so much richer. And that's what we're talking about with our abundance mindset and treating yourself. Our mindset is so critical. I mentioned with this debt, the first thing I did was track. Yeah, there were things I could cut, but there were also small expenses that I had that I didn't want to cut. For you, maybe it's that gym membership you never use, and it would be smarter to spend $250 on a treadmill and put that in your house that you're going to use on a regular basis. But maybe you are using that gym membership. Maybe you like the social factor. Feel good about it. Reward yourself. Be okay with the latte if that's what you want. After I complete a long hike, or especially a training run, when I'm training for a trail race or any other kind of race, and I complete something, a seven-mile run, a 10-mile run, I reward myself with something afterwards. And it costs money. Sometimes it's a green tea from Starbucks, and I like it. It's refreshing. It feels like it's hydrating me. It tastes great. And it costs $4. And I don't feel guilty about it. That's my abundance mindset. This mindset shift I had to make in my life. It didn't mean money was falling out of the sky and checks were just showing up in my mailbox. It wasn't like that. But when you make the shift to a more of an abundance mindset from just cutting back, you start to see ways to cut back, but you start to see ways to make more money, to be smarter with your money. When you look for opportunities, you will find them. When you look for scarcity, you will find that too. Our mindset should be to be smart with money. But you should train your brain to find opportunities to create more abundance in your life. And that's not always financial. You need to define your definition of abundance. For me, it's a mindset that I can have fun. That I'm not going out to lunch and out to dinner every night. Every Sunday, listen, I'm a meal prepper every week. Every Sunday, I make my breakfast and my lunches. Saves me money. I like it. It tastes good. I get my vegetables. I get nutrition. I feel good about it. But when I decide I want to go out to lunch or go out to dinner, I want to be able to do that and not feel guilty about it. And along with this abundance mindset, something that shifted for me many years ago was to spend my money on experiences, not things. Because for most of us, things won't make us happy. 
we need some things, right? We need a reliable transportation, most of us, a good home, a safe place to live where we're comfortable. There are things we need in our lives. It's nice to have nice things, but don't get caught in this trap that abundance means things, that abundance means the Mercedes or the name brand car, that the luxury vehicle. Abundance is what you make it. And for me, I learned that abundance for me was spending my money on experiences, not things. Experiences create memories and joy and happiness and companionship and elevate my relationships and elevate my abundance mindset. Experiences over things. Abundance mindset over scarcity. My friends today, is skipping the latte good financial advice or bad financial advice? I'm going to call it bad financial advice. If you want the latte, get the latte. Be smart with your spending. Whatever your latte is, fill in that blank. Whatever it is for you. For me, it's backpacking gear. And yeah, that is things, but it creates experiences. Since 2019, when I got into backpacking, I decided after every backpacking trip, I would upgrade one piece of gear. Instead of buying a bunch of gear that was expensive, that I didn't know if I would use or like, I just started to make subtle shifts. I rewarded myself after trips. I felt good about it. I upgraded one piece of gear, a better sleeping bag, a better backpack, a better sleeping pad, better cookware, better shoes, better socks. One piece of gear, which ended up being two or three pieces of gear every year, that's added up to a great set of backpacking gear. What is it for you? What is your latte? What is your backpacking gear? My message to you today is to be smart with your money, of course. But live. Life is short. Enjoy it. Create experiences subtly every day. Create a habit of an abundance mindset. And you will be rewarded, my friends, with a rich life, whatever that means to you. For me, I know abundance and wealth doesn't mean finances. Are finances part of it? Of course. But for me, abundance means something much richer, much greater an abundant life where I have the things I need, but I get the experiences and the relationships and I enjoy life. What is it for you? All right, my friends, application. How do you apply this to your life right away? Three pieces of application. I want to remind you, subscribe to Limitless Podcast. Also, if you're listening to this today, leave us a review, an honest review that helps us reach more people. The more people I reach with Limitless, the more people we can impact to live a better life, to treat people better, to be kind, to live abundant, to help each other. All right, three pieces of application. Number one, what's one spending habit you can change? Maybe it is cutting back. Maybe it's not feeling guilty. It's one spending habit you can change this week. Number two, think bigger. What can you do this week in a small way to start creating a bigger abundance mindset? And number three, where can you say, I'm worth it? What's a spending habit you have that you're not gonna change because you're worth it? Maybe you've been feeling guilty. Maybe you just really haven't thought about how it makes you feel. And you're going to say, you know what? This makes me feel good. I'm going to keep this habit. Maybe it is going to the hairstylist a couple times a year. Whatever it is for you, you're worth it, my friends. I guarantee you that. You are not hearing this message by mistake. It is not a coincidence. Be cautious with financial advice. Be smart with your money. And create that abundance mindset. And if you do so, you will be limitless. Limitless. 